0: Yo, what is going on, everybody? My name is Nick with the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video bring you guys: Week 11 running back start or sit decisions for fantasy football in 2020. Inside of this video, we are going to be going over every single game from Thursday night football all the way to Monday night football, and tell you whether you should start or sit the running backs in each and every single matchup. So, before I get into this video, I like to ask that if at any point inside of this video you end up enjoying, you end up having a great time, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below because not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. And real quick before we get into it, I'd like to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com offers two games on their website: the Progressive and BRW tournaments, as well as the Matchup Shop. Personally, I think the Matchup Shop is the way to go. But obviously, I play on both sides of the website. But I'd like you guys to listen real quick about the Matchup Shop. Now, the Matchup Shop is as simple as it gets: who scores more fantasy points in a player versus player matchup? Dalvin Cook minus three points or Kirk Cousins plus three fantasy football points? It is that simple. You just pick one out of these guys. You could pick. All of them and parlay them together, or you can pick all of them and not parlay them together. You can put as much money as you want. You can play as much as you want or as little as you want. You want to just bet 50 cents on it? Go ahead and slowly accumulate some cash. Make sure you guys check it out. OverlayDFS.com. It's super easy. You guys do all this research every single week to win your fantasy league, so why not win some extra cash on top of it on OverlayDFS.com. And we are back. Let's get into it. Week 11 running back start or sit decisions for fantasy football in 2020, we began with the Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks, and in this one, there is a multitude of running backs that I like in this matchup. We'll start with the Arizona Cardinals, both Kenyon Drake as well as Chase Edmonds were effective last week up against the Buffalo Bills, obviously after Kenyon Drake got hurt a couple weeks ago. He made his triumphant return up against the Bills and actually looked pretty good. Now, if I had to choose between the tri- the two running backs, I would actually prefer to play Chase Edmonds at this point in time. It just seems like he gets way more pass-catching work and will also get work in between the tackles running the ball obviously Drake is technically the safer running back because he's the lead back of the team as far as their depth chart goes but at the end of the day up against the Seattle Seahawks I think both of these running backs should be very effective and are two guys that you could be putting in your lineup this week now the Seattle Seahawks situation is about as unclear as it gets does Chris Carson play who knows he's been the true 50-50 for the past like two weeks and he hasn't played does he play this week up against the Cardinals I would hope so so if he does play he's going to be start Carlos Hyde He could end up playing, but he could also end up missing again. If he plays and Carson misses, you start Carlos Hyde. Now, if both guys miss, if Carson and Hyde miss, then you can play Alex Collins, and in some scenarios, you may even want to play DJ fucking Dallas. It is just a very crowded backfield in Seattle, but to me, it's very clear. If Chris Carson's the starter, you start Chris Carson. If Chris Carson is out, you play Carlos Hyde, and if Carlos Hyde and Carson are out, you play Alex Collins, and then if you're in a really deep league in a really bad situation, you can play wiki-wiki DJ Dallas. I understand that Dallas really disappointed last week for a lot of you guys, and I really honestly just did not expect a heavy dosage of Alex Collins, and that's exactly what we got. So again, Collins would be the guy that I would look at between him and DJ Dallas if Hyde and Chris Carson end up sitting, and we'll obviously know this closer till Sunday. And obviously, as the week goes on, probably on Thursday when I make the running back rankings video, we'll actually have a pretty solid idea about which guy is going to end up starting, who's going to be missing the game. So make sure you guys hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on that content. Next game, here to begin Sunday slate, we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Washington football team. And this one also has some kind of confusion around it. Now, it's not because uh, there's like a controversial backfield in Cincinnati. Joe Mixon has missed a bunch of games they played. Last week, they had the bye the week before, and he still didn't end up playing last week. Giovanni Bernard did. Now, the Washington defense front seven is very, very good, but hasn't looked as good as it looked to begin the season. So I think you can confidently start either Giovanni Bernard or Joe Mixon, depending if Joe Mixon plays or not. Obviously, if Mixon plays, then Mixon's going to be the guy you want to start. But if Mixon ends up missing, Giovanni Bernard could be put in an excellent situation here to have top 12-ish running back potential on the week. Especially if the Bengals can score in this matchup the Washington defense didn't look all that great last week up against the Detroit Lions and we kind of saw a shootout back and forth affair between both teams I think that Giovanni Bernard will be able to get it done if Joe Mixon is down and out for the count but if Mixon plays you got to throw him in and for the Washington football team you can honestly start both running backs both JD McKissick and Titties as well as Antonio Gibson are going to be guys that you want to be starting this week Antonio Gibson has looked very involved in the receiving game as well as the rushing game same thing goes with McKissick but McKissick is overwhelmingly more involved in the receiving game but both of these guys up against the Bengals defense seems like a perfect concoction concoction for fantasy football success this week next game here we got the Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints are we going to be seeing famous Jameis Winston versus Matt Ryan a matchup of quarterbacks that throw interceptions for no reason that's what we got in this matchup Todd Gurley Tampa Bay, Todd Gurley, just kidding, he's not in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, but Todd Gurley witnessed someone do what th- do what he did a couple of years ago. Now, if you guys remember when Todd Gurley was on the Rams, I don't even remember who they're playing. They're about to win the game, and Todd Gurley slides onto the ground instead of scoring a touchdown to give the team an additional point to win the game. This year, the opposite happened with Todd Gurley. He should have slid, he ran into the end zone, they end up losing the game to the Detroit Lions. But Nick Chubb did what... Todd Gurley did a couple of years ago, where Todd Gurley. Not Todd Gurley in this case. Nick Chubb in this case is running up the sideline. He's going to score a touchdown. He's wide open, dripping in easy. He's walking in there. He could have celebrated. He could have hit him with the fucking peace sign, Tyreek Hill style. But instead, he walks out of bounds. So I just thought that was funny. Something to note if you guys are gamblers and you fucking have seen things like this that just absolutely ruin your day. But Todd Gurley here up against the New Orleans Saints isn't an amazing matchup. But the guy just seems to get so much work in this Falcons backfield that I feel like Todd Gurley is going to be worthy of a start in this matchup. Now, there's definitely a narrative out there that I've seen that famous Jameis Winston, the W-eater, the crab-eater, the crab-stealer, doesn't throw the ball to running backs. Who cares? Because Sean Payton is going to get Alvin Kamara involved regardless. He's going to design plays, hey, here's a screen where you can only throw it to Alvin fucking Kamara. Hey, here's a run where, guess what, Alvin Kamara is going to run the ball. The guy's going to get a million touches. The Atlanta Falcons defense is dog shit. And Alvin Kamara's going to be pounding them all night long like the defense's name. Was Mia Malkova. And for the Saints, I'm going to be sitting down Latavius Murray. In my opinion, he's just not start worthy unless Alvin Kamara is down for the count next game. Here we got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, obviously, the Steelers' defense is a very, very tough one. This will be no cakewalk for Mr. James Robinson, running back of the Jacksonville Jaguars, but he's still going to go ahead and be a start for me. Do we see Gardner this week? Do we not? Personally, I don't know. I think they said Gardner was like two weeks he was going to be out. So this would be week three. So we should be able to play. But again, the Jaguars are trying to lose. That's why they're playing Jake fucking Lutton. The Steelers have never wa- or never lost a game this year, actually. They are 8-0, I believe, maybe 9-0 at this point. Something absurd. They haven't lost a single fucking game. The Jaguars are not going to be that threat, but James Robinson is still used in the game in ways that he'll be fine up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, just getting a couple of dump-offs and being start-worthy. Definitely not that top-five option, but definitely proves top-12 upside, even up against a tough Steelers defense. Now, I know James Conner has been pretty disappointing thus far this season. Now, he hasn't really put you in a grave and bent you over and fucked you right in the ass to the sound of spooky, scary skeletons, but in reality, James Conner just hasn't been amazing. He hasn't triumphed for you and gave you that big win that you need, but this week up against the Jacksonville Jaguars will be that game for James Conner. The Jacksonville Jaguars defensive line is a fucking turnstile that James Conner is going to run a train through. I love James Conner this week. For the Steelers, Benny Snell is going to be a sit for me because unless James Conner is hurt, they don't use another running back, and Chris Thompson, I mean, like we thought he was going to be a thing at the beginning of the season. He has proved to not be a thing, so he's just going to continue to be a sit for me next game here we got the Houston Texans at no 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 this is the New England Deflatriates at the Houston Texans if you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far please make sure that you guys hit that subscribe button down below I would really appreciate it and if you're not new please hit that like button so for the Texans we are going to start Duke Johnson now I know Duke Johnson he was kind of everyone really talked him up so much they elevated him to the fucking moon to where he just obviously didn't live up to those expectations Now, I thought he was going to have an all right week. It was a revenge game narrative up against the Cleveland Browns. The game was really windy the game was it was fucked it was raining it was windy now you would think Duke Johnson would be able to play good in that scenario but he just didn't play good at all will he be able to play better up against the Patriots I think so I'm not calling him a top 10 running back I didn't even call him that last week I thought he had the potential to he just didn't do that now I guess the Patriots are probably an easier defense to run on so I like Duke Johnson in this matchup for the Patriots it just seems like you have to continue to start Damian Harris while this guy has zero involvement in the receiving game for the New England Patriots he is just so involved in the rushing game. He's 100 yards three times this season and maybe you could eclipse it again up against a garbage-ass Houston Texans defense for the Patriots. I would also kind of put Burkhead in the start category, but you have to be in a deep, deep deep league to start him in my opinion because I feel like there's other guys with more upside than Burkhead but at the end of the day, Burkhead scored not one but two touchdowns last week. He's a guy that's involved in that offense so don't sleep on Rex Burkhead but I definitely don't love him and James White at this point is cut worthy. I fucking yeeted him right off my team in one league. I had to play him in another league. He scored me three fucking points and I just wanted to... To to cry, it was a very sad scenario. James White is just awful this year. Cam Newton just doesn't dump the ball off to him. So with that said, he's going to continue to be a sit until he proves something. And then if he proves to me that he's good, he's going to have to prove it again, 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 and again a million times before he even is worthy of starting, in my opinion, because he just hasn't looked good thus far this season. Not really his fault though. It's really on Cam. Next game here we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Cleveland Browns, and there is three fire running backs to be started in this matchup: two from the Browns and one from the Eagles. Miles Sanders' confidence last week must have been as deflated as a football in fucking New England because he got cucked twice. He was going to score two touchdowns, they take his ass out, they bring in Clement, they bring in Boston Scott. So disappointing for Miles Sanders' owners. The guy was on top of the world, he was going to score 7 million points, and in reality, he comes back with like nothing. Nothing to show for a good game. I think this is the bounce-back game, and he plays much better in this game. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are a nice one-two punch for the Browns offense. Chubb looked very good. Obviously, we talked about it earlier. He has the touchdown. He's wide open. He's running into the end zone. You're like, hallelujah, hallelujah, it's raining, man. And then out of nowhere, he stops and just goes, and just jukes right out of bounds, just goes right out of bounds to fuck you right in the ass, so I'm sorry to you Nick Chubb owners who ended up losing because of that, but it's not going to happen again, don't get pissed off at him, it's what he had to do to win the game, Kareem Hunt also going to be used in this offense, the Eagles defense is not so good, Boston Scott is going to be a sit, because I highly doubt Miles Sanders is going to get screwed like that again this week, next game, here we got the Detroit Lions at the Carolina Panthers, now DeAndre Swift looks like the real deal, I've said this multiple times last couple of weeks, but Matt Patricia has finally taken that pencil that's in his ear out of his ass and has put it back in his hand and drawn up some plays like fucking Vincent Van Gogh to give this man, DeAndre Swift, the ball. And it has worked beautifully. Bob Ross-esque painting on the fucking screen, to go onto the field. It's amazing. DeAndre Swift has looked very good. I will continue to start DeAndre Swift up against a not-so-hot Carolina Panthers defense. Mike Davis, man, oh man. This man is the definition of sadness. It's like being a Cleveland Browns fan for the last 20 fucking years of your life. It's like that. Or being a Jets fan. Just instant sadness because Mike Davis has so much opportunity. He's a good player, but he just has not paid off. He ended up getting hurt in that game. Will he be fine to go this week? I would assume so, so that's why I'm start putting him as a start. But, man, it is. it would not surprise me at all if he scored like six points in this game. But, again, we've seen him have those games where he scores like 25 fucking points. So it wouldn't surprise me if Mike Davis either scores 25 points or six points, and really there's no in-between. He either has a game where he skull fucks the defense, or he has a game where it comes out your fucking cell cellular device where you set your lineup, comes out the screen, and bitch slaps you and fucks your girlfriend or something like that. Because it's just it's it's unbelievable. Mike Davis has done us dirty too many times, but I think Mike Davis is in for a good matchup this week. So I'm gonna tell you to start him, but do it with caution. Step back and rethink about yourself before you do it, before you trap yourself into it because you're gonna have to do mental gymnastics. Just to, to quantify sitting him because of how good the matchup is and how good of a player it is. It's just a tough situation with Mike Davis for the Lions. I'm gonna be sitting down AP as well as Carrion Johnson. If they end up getting score, if they end up scoring, so what? DeAndre Swift will still have a alright game. Next game, here we got the Le Titans at the Baltimore Ravens. Two teams that got absolutely demolished in primetime games this week. I guess it wasn't really a demolishing for either teams, but neither team looked really all that good. Derrick Henry himself, the king. King Henry didn't even look all that good. But with that said, I'm throwing it out the fucking window. I'm playing him again. There's no way you can sit him. No way. The Ravens' run defense is good, I admit, but the New England Patriots ran all over them. They row, row, rowed the boat gently down the stream and ran a train on him in that rain. The Titans will run the ball with Derrick Henry. The Titans assaulted, brutally, murdered, OJ Simpson style. The Ravens last time these two teams played. Will this be a Ravens revenge game? Or will Derrick Henry run a train again? I think it's going to be the latter. I like Derrick Henry in this matchup. And for the Ravens, it is just a carousel of running backs that are going to completely screw you over. Will it be Ingram? Will it be Dobbins? Will it be Edwards? It could be none. That's my... uh... My thoughts on it's probably going to be none of them. And you're going to want to start each and every single one of them. You're going to talk yourself into it. And in reality, they're all going to screw you over. So don't start a single Ravens running back this week. Next matchup, here we got an amazing one. What a fun matchup. The New York Football Jets at the Los Angeles Chargers. Maybe I need to give the crack back that I stole from Adam Gaze because I want to start Kalen Bellage in this game. The Bellagio looked very good last week up against the Miami Dolphins. Looked pretty good the week before the Chargers played. So I'm going to tell you to start him. The Jets' defense is awful, so I'm confident that you can play him and he'll be all right. Now, I'm not calling him for him to be a top-10 running back or something, but as a all-right starter in a pinch of a situation, the rest of the running backs in this game, Frank Gore, LaMichael P. Ryan, no shot i starting them, even up against a garbage-ass Chargers defense, and then Joshua Kelly... He lost his job to Kalen Balazs. So that should tell you enough about Joshua Kelly. Next matchup, here we got my Miami Dolphins. Dan Marino in the background at the Denver Broncos. Horsecock, Drew Locke, died in that game last week. Does he play this week? I don't know. It seems like it's 50 50.s Actually, price probably seems more like 70-30 that he doesn't play. But with that said, the Dolphins, Salvan Ahmed. I read that it was Salvan Ahmed or something like that. Now, I don't want to fucking sound like an idiot. Salvin Ahmed, Salvin Ahmed, I don't know, I really have no idea, I've listened to it a bunch of times, I'm not trying to sound like some asshole or something, people say it differently, on TV they were saying Ahmed, and I look it up, people are saying Ahmed, so, you know, fuck me, right, I literally have no idea, so Salvin Ahmed is what I'm going to call him. that's his name, maybe it's not, <laughs> who knows, but Salvin Ahmed, my Miami Dolphins running back, looked very good last week, and I'm going to continue to fire him out here again, this week, up against a garbage Denver defense, I'll fire him up believing that the Dolphins are going to trounce the Broncos. They're going to be up late in the game, and they're going to hand it to the Ahmed train, and he's going to go choo-choo all the way through the game and beat the Denver Broncos. I like him this week as kind of a back-end running back, too. For the Broncos, Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, a factory of sadness. In Denver, you will have no idea which one to start, so don't start any of them because one of them will do something, or maybe none of them will. It's kind of like the situation in Baltimore, except for with three guys, it's only two guys here in Denver. Next matchup here, we got the Dallas Cowboys at the Minnesota Vikings. What a weird win for the Vikings last night. Nick Foles passes away. He gets fucking, he got hit with the six-one-nine one Mysterio. Very sad for him. Knock on wood, I hope he's all right, obviously. I love 9-inch Nick Foles. Maybe it's Mitch Trubisky time. That has nothing to do with this game, but what I do know is Dalvin Cook looked good. He did end up getting banged up in that game, but he came back just to score enough points to beat me in my fantasy matchup, so fuck you, Dalvin Cook. It's all good, though. Dalvin Cook's a must-start up against the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys' defense is bad. Bad news bears. I'm firing out Dalvin Cook this week. Pretty simple. Ezekiel Elliott, he'll be all right. The Vikings' defense isn't amazing. Zeke hasn't been amazing this season, but it's going to be hard to sit him and especially in a matchup that isn't completely impossible for him to look good in. For the Cowboys, again, Tony Pollard and Alexander Madison. Madison for the Vikings. Pollard for the Cowboys. Unless one of those guys is hurt, you can't really do any mental gymnastics. So go ahead and try to fire those guys into your lineup next matchup. Here we got the Packers at the Indianapolis Colts. Now, the Indianapolis Colts ran train on the Tennessee Titans in the second half of the game, and Jonathan Taylor was the cuck in the corner watching as the Colts buried the fucking Tennessee Titans, Naheem Hines, Jordan Wilkins. Can you start him? In my opinion, no. In my opinion, no. Because what happens if now it's Jonathan Taylor time? I have no idea what to think. If I had to start one of these guys, gun to the head, I'm playing Taylor. But I don't think he's going to do anything. My second guess would be to play Hines. But in reality, I'm not trying to second guess myself, triple guess myself. I'm just going to sit all of them, to be completely honest with you. Let me know what you guys think about this Colts backfield situation, because it is absolutely fucked up in Indianapolis for the Packers I like A.A. Ron Jones he's a start every single week didn't look that amazing last week I expect a bigger game here up against the Colts for uh, the other Packers running back Jamal Williams is just not a start unless Aaron Jones is dead in a goddamn ditch next game here we got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders a game of two teams with names that I over exaggerate in this one I like Claude Edwards Hilaire Mr. C.E.H. in this matchup but how good could he possibly be This game screams dogfight, meaning it's going to be a, not a dogfight, not like Michael Vick, alright? Like a dogfight, meaning planes in the air shooting at each other. Like a shootout in the air type deal. An air raid game is what I meant. Okay? Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I mean, I don't know. If you're watching on podcast or you're listening on podcast, you can see my facial expressions. I made kind of a facial expression of confusion. Of not knowing what the fuck's going to happen. And it's true. I have no idea. Uh, CEH has been alright, hasn't been great, looks like a good running back, just doesn't seem like he's getting the ball enough, so I have no idea, the Raiders defense isn't that good, so I'm gonna start CEH, but again, just temporary expectations on him, Josh Jacobs has been looking good, but Devontae Booker stole a touchdown from him last week, so there were so many people saying, Nick, should I pick up Devontae Booker, no, that's not actually what you sound like, right, you sound like a nice man, or woman, whoever's watching this, I love you, I respect you, thank you very much, but, I'm just making a mockery of it, I don't like Devontae Booker, Does anyone like Devontae Booker? This man was a god in Denver a couple years ago. Now he's not, though. So just sit him down and then Le'Veon Bell. No way you can be starting him at this point. Josh Jacobs has to be a start because he gets a lot of touches in Las Vegas. But the Chiefs defense is a bit tough. So, again, he's not like a top five option either for this game. Next matchup here, we got the Monday night football matchup between, oh, who wants to watch this one? The Rams versus Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. Can the league suck Tom off more? They are on their knees gargling on this man's shaft. It's unbelievable. I don't want to watch Tom Brady anymore. I'm fucking sick and tired of it. That's not because I'm a Dolphins fan, but because I hate watching these same teams every fucking week on prime time. I don't want to watch the Eagles. I don't want to watch the Cowboys. I don't want to watch the fucking Buccaneers. And I don't want to watch the Chicago Bears. So please, NFL, figure your shit out, and schedule the games correctly next year so we don't have to watch the same teams every single fucking week. I don't even care if the Dolphins don't get any. I'm a Dolphins fan. It doesn't matter to me. I just want to see a different team every single time. So it doesn't, or not, obviously you can't have a different team every single time, but where it doesn't seem like there's just the same couple of teams playing on primetime, because I don't really like this matchup, but Ronald Jones, by God, this man had a quake esque run from the one-yard line going 99 yards to the fucking his house. It was beautiful. My eyes ejaculated all over my television that is above me. It was amazing. Amazing run by Ronald Jones. Um, maybe now it seems like Bruce Arians has a longer leash on the motherfucker than he used to have. Before, Ronald Jones fumbles the ball. This man is sitting on the fucking bench warming Leonard Fournette's spot. Now he fumbles in this game, and then I'm like, oh, shit. You're like, it's fucked. It's fucked. It's over. Ronald Jones is going to do nothing this game. And then magically, Bruce Arians gives him the opportunity on the one-yard line. And you're like, this is going to be a safety. And then the man takes it to the house. Big respect for Ronald Jones. I like him in this matchup up against the Los Angeles Rams defense. But again, temporary expectation. The Rams defense is pretty good. Darrell Henderson, we did see Cam Akers get more touches, but he's not in the start category yet. Malcolm Brown steals touchdowns. He's not a starter Darrell Henderson will be the guy that I'll be starting in this matchup up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and for the other Buccaneer player, Leonard Fournette, he's going to be a sit because it seems like Ronald Jones is the head honcho now in that backfield, but again, every single week it seems like a different fucking story, I feel like it's going to be Jones, so then it's going to be Fournette this week, just like how last week I said it was going to be Fournette, and then it was Jones, so... I really just can't get it right with this Buccaneers backfield. So thank you guys all so much for watching this video. If you did end up enjoying it at any point, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. I love each and every single one of you motherfuckers. Have a great rest of your guys' day. Make sure you guys check out overlaydfs.com. Link down below in the description. I'll see you beautiful bastards later with another banger of a video. Have a great rest of your guys' day. As always, I love you all. Bye!